This is Blockbusters with Melissa, episode number 353. Welcome to the Melissa Ambrosini Show. I'm your host, Melissa, best-selling author of Mastering Your Mean Girl and Open Wide. And I'm here to remind you that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word. Each week, I'll be getting up close and personal with thought leaders from around the globe, as well as your weekly dose of motivation so that you can create epic change in your own life and become the best version of yourself possible. Are you ready, beautiful? Hey, beautiful, and welcome back to the show. Today on Blockbusters, we have Katrina and Kirsty, where we cover topics like balancing your hormones, getting back your period, owning your divine feminine, and stepping into and fully owning your power. Head to melissarambrosini.com forward slash 353 for the show notes, which will have everything that we mention in today's episode. And if you'd like to watch the full video, head to my YouTube channel, which you can find at melissarambrosini.com forward slash YouTube, and make sure you click subscribe. And if you want to be on Blockbusters, make sure you watch my Instagram stories for when I'm promoting my next recording. Now let's dive in with Katrina to bust her block. Hello, my love. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very, very good. I'm so excited. You look so cute. Oh, thank you. I put a cute bow on my hair. Oh, you look (laughs) so cute. Tell me, my darling, what is your block? So my block is I work in a very masculine industry and I find I'm really tapping into my masculine energy quite a lot. And I want to connect back to my divine feminine in order to get my natural cycle back. Oh, I love this. I love this. First thing, have you read Open Wide yet? Oh, yes. So many times. Okay. Amazing. So you will know that in that book, I talk a lot about reconnecting with your God essence, which is that divine feminine essence that we all have. And I think it's really important to acknowledge that we all have masculine energy and we all have feminine energy. And it's not about being all in our masculine or being all in our feminine. We need both. Like when I am working, when I am writing, I'm in my masculine energy. And then it's my responsibility to make sure I do whatever it is that I need to do to drop back into my feminine energy so that I feel balanced between the two. So you need to really work out what makes you tap into your feminine energy. Like if you think about that, what is it for you? Is it, you know, having a goddess bath? Is it oiling your whole body? Is it being in nature? What are the things for you that help you tap back into that? And then it's about doing those things every single day to make sure that you are getting back into that God essence energy. Because if we're too far down one side, we're going to create an imbalance. That's what's going to happen. And so we need to really make sure that we are doing the things to come back into our feminine. I think society and the patriarchy and and the world today has really made a lot of us feel like we do have to be more in that masculine energy, but we don't. 
And it's really important that we come back, do whatever we need to do to rebalance and do that every single day. Does that make sense? Yes, 100%. When you were talking about doing the things that connects to my feminine energy, I was thinking of having baths and having cups of tea and catching up in goddess circles and doing yin yoga. I was just, it was all going through my head as you were speaking about it. Yeah. So what I want you to do, this is your homework. I want you to create a list of all of the things that make you feel divinely feminine. So I want you to make a list of like 10 things And then your job is to do one thing off that list every single day. Just one. All you have to do is one. And maybe you can do it at the end of your workday once you finish working and then you can go and just be in that more of that goddess energy. But 10 things on that list and do one thing every single day. If you do more, amazing. But if you don't have the space, then definitely at least do one. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Thank you. That's great advice. Yeah, definitely going to make a list. Yes. And then just commit to it. So you can either print that out and stick it on your bathroom mirror or on your fridge or whatever. And if you have a partner, get them to help hold you accountable. Do you have a partner? Do you have kids? Yes, I'm married. I don't have kids. So I feel like after I finish work, I do have that extra space just to do those things that light me up. Yeah, because I don't have that routine where I'm putting kids into bed and like anything like that yet. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, your partner will be really, he'll notice it, you know, he'll be like, oh, wow. Okay. And it's a beautiful thing to do. And the more that you do these things, the more you're going to, you mentioned at the start, like you want to get your cycle back. So mm-hmm. have you had an absent cycle for how long? Oh gosh, I went off the pill and it's been almost two years. So I'm doing everything I can, but I feel like I really need to up the ante now and really connect back with my more feminine side just to go even further with the work. Yes, yes. And the same thing happened to me. I was on the pill for about seven years. I went off it and it took me a year and a half to get my period back. I did so many things. I went and saw a naturopath and worked on gut healing and getting my body and my hormones back into balance. I made sure I was sleeping, drinking clean water. I stopped doing work that didn't light me up. And then I found my soul work. I removed myself from all toxic relationships. I started to sleep better and make sleep a priority. And I just started to nourish every area of my life. I got out in nature more. I became really connected to nature. That's that's an amazing way to sync your cycle. So whether you can open the blinds when there's the full moon and let that full moon come in, if you can, I'm not sure yeah. if you've got like street lights or wherever you live, you might have street lights. <laughs> and, and if you do, then yeah. don't do that. But a beautiful thing to do, and this is what I did, was I would open the blinds and get that full moon going camping, things like that, sleeping with crystals under your pillows, meditating with hormone balancing and fertility crystals and holding them and placing them on your ovaries. 
Oh, wow. I did lots of things like that where I would lay down and meditate and put all these different crystals on my chakras and then put them on my ovaries. And I just also, at the end of my meditation, I would place my hands on my womb, like in a V shape, and I would send love to my ovaries and to my womb and to my uterus. And I would say, I love you and you are brimming with health and vitality and I believe in you and you are so healthy. And I would just give love and send love and energy to that area. And once I started doing all of that work, like my period came back within a few months. Wow, that is incredible. Oh, you inspire me. I want to I want to look into fertility crystals now and adding them to my meditation. That would be amazing. That's yes. really cool. And also, you know, there's so many incredible resources out there. Listen to my podcast with Elise Vietti. Listen to that one. I've got heaps of hormone balancing episodes on my podcast. So listen to those, honey, and really just get yourself super clued up and educated because when we have our cycle flowing, it's an indicator that all of our hormones are in balance. Mm -hmm. And when our hormones are in balance, we are happier and we are healthier and we are more stable and balanced. So it's a really big piece of the holistic puzzle. And By doing all those things I recommended and then also making sure you're really tapping into your divine feminine energy, which you're going to do one thing off your list every day. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited to see what happens for you. Please let me know when you get your period. Send me a message on Instagram. I want to know. Oh my gosh, I will. I'm going to let the whole world know. It's going to be a celebration party. Trust me. Oh, I am so excited for you. Please keep me posted. And I hope that was helpful. Oh, so helpful. Thank you so much, Melissa. You're welcome, my darling. You have a beautiful day. You too. Thank you for your advice. You're welcome. Bye, darling. Bye. Next up, we have Kirsty. Hello, my love. Can you hear me? I can do. How are you? I am fabulous. Thank you. How are you? I'm very, very good. How can I help you? What's your block? So at the moment, my block is on actually living my truth and I know what my truth is. I feel very aligned with my truth. However, it's like I'm having trouble letting go and just crossing that last part of my bridge to actually stepping into my full authentic self. Mm. I've been doing a lot of work on living in alignment and finding my truth recently over like the past few months but I'm actually just really struggling almost with the letting go part of my old self and yeah I don't really know exactly what it is holding me back but I just feel this big block in I don't know if it's fear or just something is there that's just kind of keeping like keeping me holding on with one hand to something that I just I don't know if I'm ready to let go of. Tell me, what would it mean to fully step into your truth? Probably letting go, I don't know, like just freedom, letting go of everything that I have been and old versions of myself that I know that are still kind of of simmering away inside of me that I'm just not ready to turn the gas out on yet. 
Why? I don't know. Fear, I think. Fear of being something and stepping into my high self that I've never done before and fearing what that's going to be like or I mean I know I'm going to love it (laughs) but it's just that fear of letting go of I guess what's comfortable and what you've always known. Mm -hmm. So you've read Mastering Your Mean Girl? Yes. Yeah. Loved it. I'm actually going to reread it now I'm in a different mind space than what I was when yes. I first read it. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Reread it. So what our inner mean girl does is whenever anything is outside of our comfort zone, it holds on for dear life. It's like, don't do that. No, no, you don't need to do that. Even if it's your truth, it's like, no, 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 you don't need to do that. Don't do that. Don't go out there. No, stay in fear. Like stay hanging out here with me in fear because Your inner mean girl doesn't want you to shine. It doesn't want you to be the fullest expression of yourself. That's where she can't exist. So she wants to keep you stuck in fear, right? So this is what's happening for you. She's like, no, 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 like holding on and like pulling you back. She's like, no, 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 don't go there. Don't go there. But your true self is like, I just want to shine. I just want to step into my truth. I just want to be who I know I'm meant to be in the world. But it's time to master her because are you having a good time hanging out there with her pulling your back? Not really. I have Uh -uh. moments of good times and then it's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't. Maybe I should just take it back a notch. But yeah, it's like I consciously know that I need to do it. I'm just having this, like this energetic block of actually doing it, (laughs) letting it go. You know that saying, feel the fear and do it anyway? Yeah. That's where you're at right now. It's like you are standing on the diving board and your mean girl has got your arm back here and she's like, don't do it. Don't do it. And you're like, I want to dive in. I want to dive in. And this is what you've got to do. Let go. Yeah. That's all you got to do is let go of her and go, no, I'm going this way now. I'm diving in. I'm going all in because if I don't, what's going to happen? How are you going to feel? Unsatisfied, like I'm holding back my true self because of this fear. <laughs> yeah. And is that fun? No, because it's like I can see the potential. I literally, it's like I can feel it I can embody it I just need to actually like take the action of letting go which I'm I don't, I'm still trying to learn actually how to do that through lots of different practices and your meditations that I've been doing as well but yeah it's just that like I can see my potential it's just like I'm so close but she's just keeping me just that little bit further away the way that you let go is by just releasing your grip yeah and facing this way, facing forward. That is how you do it. And I know it can feel scary, especially because how old are you? 20. I'll be 25 at the end of the month. 25. Amazing. This is such an amazing time for you to be diving in. Like incredible, incredible time for you to be diving in. I changed my whole life at 23, 24. My whole life, I flipped it around. Such an incredible time. And this is your opportunity to just dive all in now and go for it. Life is so precious and so sacred. And what I know for sure 
is that we have no idea how long we are here for. We have no idea of our end date. And so we may as well make the most of it. We may as well dive all in. Like we may as well let that go and dive in. Life is so short and precious and sacred. Now is the time. Now is the time. The cost is big. Unsatisfaction. Mm. Unsatisfaction. Like no one wants to feel that. I mean, I want to feel satisfied with my life. And I know you do too. So the way that you let go is you make the commitment. I am letting go. I am diving all in because I only get one chance at this thing called life. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how long I'm here for. It's very precious and it's very sacred. So I'm diving in. Yes, it's going to be chilly and it might take my breath away. But if it doesn't scare you a little, then it's not your truth. You know, for me, like projects, books, walking on stage, if I'm not a little bit scared, then I'm concerned. Like then... I'm like, why am I not stretched here? You know, for me, having those nervous feelings and that little bit of excited fear is different to mean girl fear. A little bit of that like excited anticipation fear shows me that A, this is important to me and B, I'm on the right path. You know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Yeah. So this is your time to dive all in. Tell me about what it is you want to do. So I am currently working as a nurse and because I've always wanted to help people. And it wasn't until I actually started my journey as a student nurse that I kind of realized, well, hang on, like I've wanted my whole life to do this to help people. And then I started and I was like, why is this feeling so like out of alignment? And I've realized it's because I don't want to have, like I don't want to help people come from sickness back to like a baseline wellness. I want to be able to help people at wellness level that want to amplify that. And I finally worked out like two years in, I've been a nurse now nearly for a year and I've finally realized that that's, that's what I want to do. That was the uncomfortable feeling. Like I thought the only way I could help people was from sickness to wellness, but it's just, that's just not for me. That's not my truth. So yeah, I really am interested in like holistic health and going down the health and wellness path and hopefully one day becoming a health coach or a nutritionist or something like that. But taking me a long time to work out that that is actually where my disalignment feeling was coming from and that that's okay. <laughs> so now I'm just trying to work out how do I let go of even that part of my life and fully step into being able to do that. Well, can I just, (laughs) yeah. Can I just say one thing? And that is we need you. Yeah. Like we need you because look at the health of the world. Like it's crazy. We need you. We need you to dive in and do this work. And yes, it's like, letting go of your identity. I used to be a professional performer and I literally closed the door on that identity that I'd had around myself since I was three years old. All I wanted to do from the moment I was three was be a performer. I put on shows. I just, that's what I wanted to do. And then when I was 23, 24, 
letting go of that identity was huge for me. But I had that burning desire within me that I wanted to help and serve like you do now. And now is the time to let go of that, to face forward and to dive in. Yeah. Sound good? Yeah, that sounds fantastic. (laughs) You have to let me know how you go. Come and tell me on Instagram. Send me a DM in Instagram and let me know. Keep me posted. I'm so excited for you. And let me know how you go as soon as you have dove right in. I will do. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're so welcome, my love. Take care, love. Thank you so much, you too. Bye-bye. Bye. I want to take a moment to thank Katrina and Kirsty for mastering their inner mean girls and coming on the show today. I would love to hear, did either of these blocks resonate with you? If so, head on over to Instagram and follow me at Melissa Ambrosini and do a story or a post and tell me what you got out of today's episode. And I will personally respond. I love hearing what you get out of each episode and how you implement that into your life. So please, please, please come and share it with me. And before I go, I just wanted to say thank you so much for being here. I absolutely love doing this show for you. And I'm honored to be in the presence of someone who wants to be the best, the healthiest, and the happiest version of themselves and who shows up for themselves. You are my people, that's for sure. Now, if there's someone in your life that you can think of that would really benefit from this episode, please share it with them right now. You can take a screenshot, share it on your social media, email it to them, text it to them, do whatever you've got to do to get this in their ears. And until next time, don't forget that love is sexy, healthy is liberating, and wealthy isn't a dirty word.